It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are locked on the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I am David Harrison, Washington football team beat writer for SI.com's Fan Nation. He is Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980 Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern on Twitter. We are at RussellMania621, at DHarrison82, and at LockedWFTPod. On today's show, we're going to get Chris's reactions to the 53-man roster. We're going to talk about some other notable players who have been cut from other teams. We're going to talk about ESPN's NFL Top 100, and we're also going to talk about practice squad moves and a roster move made by the Washington football team. We're going to do so thanks to our friends over at Run Your Pool. Today's episode brought to you by Run Your Pool. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use our promo code locked on at checkout. So, Chris, news happening, roster moves happening, and practice squad happening on Wednesday. Absolutely. Uh, And David, you uh, handled the post 53 cut down reaction. uh, And I appreciate you uh, giving me uh, that episode off uh, as I was uh, attending a concert uh, in Washington, D.C. So while my mind was there, your mind was obviously on the 53. uh, And we'll get to my, you know, some of my reactions in a moment. But the team had a lot of business still on Wednesday to deal with as players cleared waivers at noon Eastern time and then became available to sign back to practice squad. Those that were not claimed. And by the way, the Washington football team did not make a claim on anybody in the league waivers process, but they did make a significant roster move. uh, And that is they placed Derek Forrest, the rookie fifth round pick from Cincinnati safety slash special teamer on the reserved injured list. Now what this means is he's out the first three weeks of the season. Uh, He could be out more, but he's out the first three weeks. But in order to not have him out for the entire year, they had to carry him on the 53, the initial 53. So remember on Monday, I think it was the Monday episode, we said the health situations of Derek Forrest and of Tory McTire could affect other decisions. Well, it turned out that Forrest was carried But he was hurt, as we knew, and this is their answer to basically that situation uh, where they carry him and then place him on IR. And that opens up a roster spot. And we also, um, well, I I should say you talked about uh, only carrying four linebackers, Kalik Hudson being the only top reserve linebacker. Well, it allowed them to bring back uh, David Mayo, who I thought – Uh, you know, had a pretty good uh, training camp and preseason and can help you out on special teams. And obviously as a veteran uh, that is familiar with some of this system. Uh, So David Mayo is the now fifth linebacker on the current and active 53. Yeah. And that whole linebacker situation, I mean, that's something that came up during the press conference when, uh, when they sat down with the media and talked about kind of the initial 53 and that's something, I mean, we've been saying it during the buildup 
uh, to the roster being revealed. We said it as we were talking about the roster uh, being solidified. I mean, it's it's called the initial 53-man roster. I think when I first started covering football, people would would get to the end of the preseason and say, preseason and say the final 53-man roster, and then people we've all kind of just gradually gotten on board with saying initial 53 because this thing is going to change over and over again. And, and yeah, there was there was that feeling that another move was coming and that the linebacker group would be uh, situated because I mean because David Mayo is a guy that's you know, his veteran status, I mean, you don't want to call him like a shoe in for the roster, but with his his performance in the past in the NFL and his experience, you just kind of expected him to be the caliber of player who was going to be able to to, to stick on the roster. So it was a little bit surprising, not to the point. Uh, I think I was more surprised that like Peyton Barber was released uh, than, than I was anything else, but I just kind of expected the team to carry uh, four running backs, and that's, that's pretty much why uh, that came about. But David Mayo, another name that I was surprised to personally see as well, but speaking of Peyton Barber, as as surprised as I was, Chris, to see him released from the active roster, he is coming back to the Washington football team via practice squad. Yeah, so the team, uh, once players cleared waivers by noon Eastern on Wednesday, then they can start signing players back to the practice squad. And in some cases, obviously, they approach the agent saying, hey, uh, you know, if your guy clears waivers, we'd like to have you back so you can get those deals done pretty quickly. And you mentioned Peyton Barber. He's at the top of the list, right? Veteran running back. But, you know, look, with veterans able to be on the practice squad last year and this year, this is a good situation, at least for Washington. I don't know how good it is for Peyton Barber, but I mean, you're one step away, David. You know this one snap, one step, one ankle turn, one whatever to be up. And he could also actually be elevated on game day or for the game day roster in the first two weeks of the season or in the first week of the season. And he can do that twice without being subjected uh, to waivers. Now, the only thing about uh, being on a practice squad, other teams can't poach a player for their own practice squad, meaning the New Orleans Saints can't sign Peyton Barber for their own practice squad. They would have to put him on their 53. So Washington right now technically has control over Peyton Barber. They brought back Bo Benchwal, an offensive lineman, seventh round pick defensive end William Bradley King. Here's another big name besides Barber. Huh. Antonio Gandy-Golden, a lot of people, including myself, thought he was going to get claimed on waivers by somebody. I don't know what that tells you. We'll get your thoughts on that in a sec. Keith Ismael, the center, who was a fifth-round pick in Ron Rivera's first draft here. Danny Johnson, who could be a game-day elevation kick returner and corner. Jordan Kanashik, again, we talked about the depth at linebacker. He is a linebacker. Wes Martin, guard. Of course, a uh, fourth-round pick in 2019. Jared Norris, a special teams ace and linebacker. Uh, Jeremy Reeves, again, who started and played a nice role down the stretch last year. Defensive end Bunmi Rotimi, who had a big sack and forced fumble on Saturday night against Lamar Jackson. David Steinmetz, a tackle. Center-slash-interior offensive lineman John Toth. Daniel Wise, defensive tackle. I was told he was very close to making the initial 53. And another defensive tackle, Gabe Wright. They have 15 of 16 spots filled as we speak on Wednesday evening. Now, they lost Steven Montez. He went to the Detroit Lions. Uh, he was claimed by the Lions. So that's that. So they, they don't have another quarterback in the building besides the three that they have right now. And on top of that, as we speak, Jimmy Moreland uh, and um, – uh, I think Jimmy Moreland is the um, the only other like big name, if you will, 
uh, that they've lost here or that they haven't brought back. And as I reported on Tuesday night, uh, Jimmy Moreland's agent uh, directly reached out to me explaining what happened. Uh, and he said that he, he was waived because of an injury that he's dealing with, but it's a minor injury and that he will be ready to go for week one. Uh, and I was told that there was a healthy market. I don't know what exactly that means, uh, but to my knowledge, he hasn't, as of Wednesday evening, caught on with anybody. So we'll see where Jimmy winds up. And who knows, maybe eventually he could come back here. Yeah, I mean, never say never. And a lot of times players will circle back with franchises and coaches that they're very familiar with. So you never want to say never. Uh, but but going to Antonio Gandy-Golden, I mean, it, it's it's a little bit weird, I guess, if you, it is a good word to put on it, that that he wouldn't be, be claimed, especially when you look at some of the depth charts around the NFL and some of the wide receiver rooms. Uh, around the NFL that, I mean, you know, I, I understand Antonio Gandy Golden's not going to be like, you know, anybody's wide receiver number one on their fantasy roster, uh, but he's, he's got some skill. He's got a skill set. He's got some talent out there. And I mean, there's, there's a place for him, you know, in the, in the national football league, maybe it's a combination of the fact that there's, you know, a lot of teams are out there. They're, they're trying to secure their own guys. They're trying to talk to their own practice squad players. I mean, they have, you know, these guys work around the clock. So there's, there's definitely enough time. I would honestly chalk it up to just the fact that there's been a, a very huge influx of wide receiver talent into the league over the last you know handful of years. And, and maybe guys just kind of have more confidence in the guys that they know versus the guys that are coming from other places. But I mean, watch the football team making really quick work of filling out that practice squad. And, and you know, I'm happy to see guys like Peyton Barber uh, come back. I'm happy to see Antonio Gandy Golden come back. I mean, I'm sure he'd rather be on the active roster, but like you said with Peyton, same thing goes with him. I mean, you know, you're you're one cut, you know, uh, away, and I mean, cut on the field like one planted leg the wrong way, and and you're on the active roster. And Jeremy Reeves, who everybody knows that he's he's been kind of a favorite, a personal favorite of mine during this process. So happy to see him stick with the franchise at least, and we'll see where they go from there. All right, along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast coming up. We will get into some of the players that are potentially available for Washington to add, and as well, my initial thoughts on the 53, initial 53. Football season is back, guys. Let's make the most of it with a better way to create your custom pool at runyourpool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. Run Your Pool makes it ridiculously easy to run a football pool with your buddies, family, or office mates. They offer dozens of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, Confidence Pools, 33, and more. Run Your Pool hosts formats for NFL and college football with one-week games, full season, playoffs, or the Super Bowl. Unlike other fantasy sports platforms, Run Your Pool has options and settings to make it your own. You can even brand your pool for your local business, bar, or restaurant. Reconnect with friends, join nearly 2 million football fans to make every game action-packed this season. Check them out today, and you'll get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on, or use our promo code locked on at checkout. Anywhere, everywhere in the world, Run Your Pool helps friends and colleagues compete. The NFL season starts September the 9th. Start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on and have your pool up and running in minutes. Run Your Pool slash locked on. Game on. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you guys with us as we continue our breakdown of the initial 53. David, you handled the episode after the cutdown, so I encourage everybody that obviously didn't get your thoughts on the initial 53. I'm, I'm sure many of us had the same, you know, surprised about the four linebacker thing. We addressed that by adding uh, Mayo back into the fold. Um, you know, to me, it was surprising to, to keep four tight ends and seven receivers to keep both uh, DeAndre Carter and Dax Milne. Now we've talked on this podcast about Dax Milne all the way back to May Thought he would be my long shot, right? And he, I'm glad he made it. I never in a million years would have thought they would keep both DeAndre Carter and Dax Milne and let Antonio Gandy-Golden go while keeping seven receivers. That was shocking to me, uh, plus four tight ends. Now, the way they do that is obviously three running backs, which we uh, talked about with Peyton Barber being on the practice squad, nine offensive linemen, and then they go a little bit light, uh, certainly very light at linebacker, which again, we talked about. So some of the the, the, the number groupings, if you will, didn't make a whole lot of sense to me on the surface. I mean, I get what they're trying to do. I get that they were trying to protect Samus Reyes. I get that they're trying to keep Dax Milne and DeAndre Carter in the fold. I'm surprised, though, that both of them, really surprised that both of them were on. I think both of them deserved it. Um, I would have leaned Milne or over Carter. I think I said that on one of our earlier episodes this week, but happy to see both of them get rewarded. It's just a little bit weird when you flush out all the numbers. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And I mean, again, some of the things that are unexpected, you know, Coach Rivera talked about earlier in the week that they get calls from, from, from other GMs, from other coaches, from other personnel and saying, hey, you know, are you, what are your, what are your plans for, you know, say Samus Reyes and what are you going to do? Cause, and that just kind of shows you that, that interest is, is out there. You know what I mean? So if you get a call for a, for a Sam Reyes or for a Dax Milne or for DeAndre Carter, and you tell them, no, they're not for, for trade, they're not available for sale type of thing. And then you go and try to put them through waivers of the practice squad. You pretty much guarantee that your guy is, is getting an offer and, and potentially getting plucked. I mean, with the practice squad thing, you know, they would have the option of, of choosing, you know, to go to that practice squad team or, or stay on your practice squad. Granted, but those sometimes with certain players, those are kind of uh, the gambles that you don't necessarily want to take. So uh, a guy like Samus Reyes, I'm not saying that's exactly why Samus Reyes is, is on the team. I'm not saying that's why Peyton Barber is on the practice squad is because they were getting calls for Samus and not for Peyton or DeAndre or Dax. Um, but those things, I mean, the coach isn't going to bring up that type of a conversation unless there's something kind of happening uh, behind the scenes or has, has happened in his career behind the scenes. But I mean, it's, it's interesting and it kind of, Tilts a little bit, Chris. We talked earlier in the week about our, our kind of concern about the offense, and there are fans that are a little nervous about what the offense is going to be able to do and are they going to be efficient. And we kind of talked about the running game and how that needs to be a strong part of this offense in order to free up coverages for guys like Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Deami Brown, Adam Humphreys, all those guys, because we don't have the biggest right wide receiver group uh, in the NFL in Washington and even the tight end group, Logan Thomas is very talented, but he's not exactly the biggest, you know, tight end in the national football league either. So these guys, if they get out there in traffic uh, because the defense isn't respecting the run game and isn't kind of stacking the box or keeping guys in the box to contain the running backs, 
then that could become a problem. So to see them put their, their, again, a guy I I refer to as a bowling ball, and I know he's not as big as he used to be, but their bowling ball back, their body blow running back, Peyton Barber on the practice squad is a little bit confusing to me, a little bit perplexing to me, but again, Ron Rivera and that staff, that front office, I mean, they've forgotten more about football than, than I know and, and will learn probably in my lifetime. So I'm not questioning them per se. I'm just saying from where I see it in the foxhole, I said that that was kind of a confusing move to me. And then you look at kind of the stacking of the other wide receiver groups. I mean, or the, the tight end group and the, and the skill positions. I mean, I would, I would say, I guess this, you know, a lot of 12 personnel, right. We've talked about it before. Expect a lot of 12 personnel from this offense. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it, it's going to be really interesting also in the days moving forward, right. Who they're potentially going to add to this roster. I mean, there's, um, you, you know, usually like they didn't claim anybody on waivers. Interesting. They again, bring back Mayo and sub out forest, at least temporarily. Uh, they're still maybe one linebacker short, maybe an offensive lineman short, certainly too heavy, maybe at wide receiver tight end. Maybe that was done with the thought that they uh, can move on uh, to somebody else. There's some big names out there, um, you know, that haven't again been claimed as of our recording uh, tonight. Obviously the biggest name is Cam Newton, uh, who was released by the Patriots on Tuesday. I, I, David, I, I can't imagine that they're going to add Cam Newton, even with Ron and this coaching staff's a long history with him, A, because, you know, a lot of people think he's done, and I, I don't necessarily think he's done, but a lot of people do, uh, and, and then the COVID thing, right? I, I mean, Ron would kind of be, I don't know, um, I mean, his, his message would fall on a lot of deaf ears if they went out and signed Cam Newton. Let's just put it that way. Is there anybody that's out there that you would like them to take a shot on? I, I, you know, there, there's guys that I, I could consider that are on other teams practice squads, but now I can't get them. Uh, I suppose at linebacker, the only one I can really come up with would be a KJ Wright. But by adding Mayo back, I'm not sure right now if you need to bring KJ Wright in before week one, therefore guaranteeing his salary. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and KJ, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't have any intimate details on what's going on in his camp, but doesn't really appear to be in a rush to join just kind of any old team. It's, it's a little interesting what's going on. I mean, there, there's a lot of interesting names that have been cut uh, from other teams. And like you said, a lot of these guys, you know, either are either headed to practice squads or they're on the practice squads already. So it's going to be a little bit more complicated uh, to get them, but I will run down a few names and, and listen, I'm a, I'm a big draft person, right? Like I don't cover the draft and I don't work for the draft network or anything like that, but I just, I enjoy the draft process. So a lot of these names come from the draft processes, guys like offensive lineman, Forrest lamp, uh, who was waived by the bills. He's actually injured and he's, he's, that's kind of derailed his development as an NFL lineman. Antonio Callaway, wide receiver, was released by the Chiefs. He's a guy that, if you go back to his days with the Browns, uh, was an incredibly talented wide receiver, showed a lot of flashes of talent in his younger days and in his immediate career, but couldn't stay out of trouble. Now it seems like all of it's kind of caught up to him, can't really stick on a roster. Darren Lee, a linebacker, was waived by the Raiders. He was uh, supposed to be a really big part of that New York Jets defense under Todd Bowles when he came out of Ohio State. Has kind of bounced around ever since then. Running back on Johnson, honestly, he, he's the guy that I was really high on coming into the NFL. Uh, he hasn't been able to stick on an NFL team. And Elijah Holyfield, both of them from the Eagles. Elijah Holyfield, really, I mean, let's be honest, he's the son of Evander Holyfield. So that's really that's really where the intrigue comes in there. Uh, wide receiver Rashad Perryman, honestly, was probably the biggest surprise outside of like the Cam Newton for me because he did a lot of really good things for the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. And don't know exactly the extent of the conversation, but it, it was uh, believed that had he had the opportunity to come back 
decided not to ends up with the jets uh things obviously did not work out the new york jets on several different levels then he ends up with the lions and now he's cut from the lions uh depth chart they don't exactly have like they don't have kenny galladay they don't have marvin jones like it's not exactly a stacked wide receiver group there in detroit so a little bit surprising that he couldn't stick there but those are kind of the biggest names you know again not necessarily from a bring them to washington standpoint but just out of out of interest and a lot of draft curiosity yeah and and you know it, it, it it's interesting because there's obviously more guys out there. And by the way, we, we should, we should just add this. It's not official, but it looks like, it looks like Perriman's going to head to the Chicago bears. Um, so, you know, we'll, th- that might remove that, you know, from that uh, situation. Um, you know, look, we know this, the roster squads and uh, the, ro- the, the roster, the practice squad roster and even the bottom couple of roster spots are always going to be in flux, right? Just because we're now through this process, we still have another week and a half to go before the season opener. Injuries can happen in practice or somebody could become available in the second or third or fourth wave of cut downs or roster moves over the weekend. And we could wake up, you know, Monday morning, Saturday morning, Saturday night, whatever, with, you know, somebody completely different. So obviously make sure you stay tuned for that. All right, Uh, coming up, we will wrap up this edition of the Locked on Washington football team podcast with something that David found. Where does Chase Young rank among the top 100 players according to the worldwide leader? We'll answer that next. And we're going to do that thanks to our friends over at BetOnline. AG still the number one spot for all pro and college football action this season as we turn our attention towards the gridiron. Get all your updated odds, props, and contests from betonline.ag, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, sign up today, and receive a 100% welcome bonus using the promo code Locked On when you make your first deposit. Be sure you take advantage of their opening day super promo where you make a bet on Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. So obviously everybody listening to this show is betting on the Bucks because we're not betting on the Cowboys. If you lose, though, your wager will be refunded up to $25. That offer good for new customers only when you sign up using the promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock everything you need. Well, here's a better idea for you. Why even bother with that? Why even bother leaving your home or your office to go get what you need? You can get it from our friends at rockauto.com. That's right. They practically have everything. Why spend 30, 50% more, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership when you can get them at great low prices from, again, our friends at rockauto.com. They have everything, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet, vanity, whatever you need, they're going to get it for you and get it for you at the best price. So here's what we want you to do. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever, ever need at rockauto.com. 
Wrapping up today's episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast, David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter at DHarrison82, at WrestleMania621, and at LockedWFTPod. And Chris, like you mentioned before we got into that last break, uh, there was a list that came out, some rankings that came out. While everybody was really kind of projecting initial 53-man rosters, cuts, trades maybe that could happen, practice squad projections, this list from ESPN dropped on the 30th of August, so right in the midst of all this stuff happening final preseason games, closing out the year, all of this other stuff. So I don't know if it's the best time to drop a list like this, but we found it. We're going to catch up to it and we're going to talk about it because this top 100 list from ESPN has three Washington football team members on it. While the NFL top 100, which is ranked by players who actually play the game only had two, this list from ESPN, they basically sent out the the, the list to a poll, a, a panel of, of voters, right? Of experts right. Is, is how it calls. So media members, generally speaking, um, 50 of them returned these lists, gave their rankings, and, and we got three WFTers on the list. Well, I think what's also important uh, about this, as opposed to the top 100 NFL players list, right? This is a projection of Absolutely. the top 100 players for this upcoming season. This is uh, my understanding is the top 100 for NFL network and the NF that the NFL does is more about not projection for this season. It's what, where you rank going into this yep. season, correct? Right. So it's a little bit of a different prism. And that's why I think you see a lot of these numbers and ranks higher than they certainly were in the top 100. Like for instance, Chase Young, uh, David, and you pointed this out, he was 61 in the top 100. 31 here in the ESPN projection uh, talking about obviously the strong finish to his rookie season, how he wasn't healthy. And it helps that the analysis is done uh, by my buddy, John Keim, who is the Dean of Washington uh, football team beat reporting. Cause John knows that. Whereas, you know, Matt Hasselbeck might not know that or think about that or remember that not to pick on Matt Hasselbeck, just using that uh, as an example. Um, any problem with thinking that uh, Chase Young might be, 31 in terms of top 100 this year. No, I actually like it. And, and I'm glad that you pointed out the differences in the list and how ESPN is projecting 2021 performance while the NFL top 100, again, talking about players going off of what's been happening and been done most right. recently, usually most of them talk about the last season, right? But then you have others like Tom Brady is going to get a little bit of an advantage because of the career uh, body of work. So I like that. So Chase Young 61st on the NFL top 100 for what he did as a rookie, 31st on the ESPN Top 100 for what everybody thinks he's going to do. And I think that's, honestly, I think that's perfect. I think a 30-spot increase is basically indicative of what everybody expects Chase Young to do. Chase Young has talked about it a little bit. The coach has talked about it a little bit. Not not necessarily sat, being satisfied for a total body of production, but wanting production throughout the season every game. You want you want Chase Young. I mean, I you know, if you get a sack every day or every week, that'd be amazing. That'd be great. But you want him getting pressure every single week. You don't want there to be a game where it's, oh yeah, Chase didn't really fill the stat box, but it's because the team uh, that we played against really kind of flooded his side of the field. So that's why he didn't have the production. You want to see him take that next level step to where even though the other team is now game planning to stop you, they can't stop you because that's just how good you are. And I mean, we didn't see him a whole lot during the preseason, but what we saw in the preseason, you tweeted it out. You mentioned we talked on this show, NFL teams, I mean, the Los Angeles Chargers, Justin Herbert right now, like if it's, you know, it's, it's eight o'clock at night, you know, on Wednesday, as we're recording this, if I'm Justin Herbert right now in Los Angeles, I'm watching film of what Chase Young does to mm -hmm. offensive linemen because I don't want my season ended in week one. Yeah. 
And uh, I think they're going to start a rookie at left tackle, if memory serves me uh, correct. All right, Brandon Sheriff, real quickly finishing this up. Uh, maybe we'll have to give this a little bit more attention uh, on another episode, but he was ranked 70th this year, 98 on the top 100. Everybody knows the situation with the contract. And while everyone acknowledges that he's great and, you know, John Wright's terrific blocking inside. I mean, I don't see that as much as others do, but I could be wrong. Um, you, you know, uh, I, I see the the dominance on screens, uh, and I wish they would use him even more on that. And Terry McLaurin, who is not ranked in the top 100, David, finishes at number 73 on ESPN's top 100 projection. Yeah, I mean, if 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 Terry McLaurin is 73rd uh, next on next year's NFL top 100, right, using that contrast mm -hmm. there, that's a very good season for yes. Terry McLaurin, and it's also a very good season for my fantasy team because he's on <laughs> fantasy. So let's hope this comes to fruition and. Honestly, Chris, like, I don't know if we're going to have the memory for this, but I would love to take this list next year and compare it to the NFL top 100. Uh, maybe we can find, I mean, we have a bye week, right? So maybe we can find last year's ESPN top 100 and see how it compared to this year's NFL top 100. All right. See where Let's the accuracy is, but, uh, but Let's I would love to see that up there. Let's try and do that. Uh, it's always fun to compare year over year. All right. Uh, betting on the Washington football team or the NFL or college football it doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, if you guys want to join us, have your voice be heard, dial up the voicemail line, lock it in, get in now, 301 615 3577, 301 615. Five three five seven seven. Again, make your voice be heard. Be a part of the show uh, and have your opinions heard by hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. Also, if you want to email lockedwftpod at gmail.com, that's lockedwftpod at gmail.com. Thanks all for being here with us. Once again, I'm Chris Russell. Catch me and Pete Medhurst on the Team 980 and on the Odyssey app, 3 to 7, Monday through Friday Eastern on the Washington football team's flagship station. Again, the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. And of course, my partner is David Harrison. Read everything he's writing about the Washington football team at si.com slash NFL slash Washington football. Thanks for being with us today and every day right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.